Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. And coming up today, we're going to be looking at what's been making the news over the last few days of the holidays. And we'll look ahead to the final game of 2020 away at Elche. That is tomorrow night. Well, as we head into this final fixture, Zidane has the relative luxury of an almost full squad from which to choose the only player who is absent is the Brazilian Rodrigo. His muscle injury will keep him out, as we know now, for three months minimum. Also, some more good news. None of the players have tested positive for COVID over the last week. Now, as for who will play and who won't, Eden Hazard will play, Zidane said today. He will be with us, and the idea is for him to play a little. So, expect to potentially see him used as a second-half substitute at least. Uh, plenty of social media pictures as well have been showing Marcelo and Isco at work on their fitness over the holidays. Zidane was asked for a comment on this. He said the players are training very well. They are all professional and very serious. There will be opportunities for all to play. He was also asked about the criticisms that have been levelled at his team. This, remember, despite the great run that they've been on, he said, nothing bothers me. He said, you ask, I will do my job. Criticisms aren't going to change us. We will have difficulties. We know that. We just have to continue to work hard as we have very important games coming up literally every week. Now, the transfer window, as we know, is about to open, but all the news of the moment is on current deals being extended. Luka Modric, as we know, has agreed, in principle at least, to add another year to his contract, so it'll mean he completes a decade with Madrid since leaving Spurs. Next up, Lucas and Ramos will be in to conclude the negotiations on their deals. Lots of rumours surrounding Isco and potential moves to the Premier League. Manchester City and Arsenal continue to be linked. The situation is, though, that he will not be going anywhere during this winter window. With so many games left, he is still an important member of this squad, as Zidane said on many occasions, and he may still turn out to be a very key player this year. And Sevilla do remain the favourites to sign him when he does eventually move on, which is expected to be this summer. Now, you might have seen Paolo Dybala's name linked with a move to Madrid. We all know Karim Benzema isn't getting any younger. But despite his dissatisfaction with the current regime, Juventus have moved to end anybody else's interest by offering him a 10 million per season contract until 2027. The Madrid position then, as far as this window is concerned, Zidane, as we know, has not asked for anything. Uh, Madrid will keep their promise. No signings this season. Equally, they don't want any departures either. Now, that might not be what Luka Jovic wants to hear. He, remember, remains keen to move on and resuscitate what is a fading career at the moment. Uh, Erling Haaland, a few comments from him about uh, his admiration of Sergio Ramos. Well, those have been enough for some to claim that he's already planning his move to the Bonabeo next year. Chelsea, though, of course, continue to make their interest very plain indeed. And more news on Kubo. Uh, it's rumoured that Getafe have made serious inquiries and it's understood that Villarreal will not stand in the way of any deal being done to actually move him on 
as it remains highly unlikely he's going to have any significant part to play in Unai Emery's first team plans for the remainder of this season. Uh, French media has had a bit of a debate on whether Zidane's comments recently that Karim Benzema was the best French forward in history were true. So, was there general agreement? Well, they gathered together some big names from the past. Uh, Jean-Pierre Papin said he is the best of a generation, but for me, Lacombe was the greatest. Stefan Givache, remember him from 1998? My top three, he said. Thierry Henry, Giroud at number two, and Jean-Pierre Papin at number three. Yes, he really did put Giroud at number two ahead of any French forward who won the Ballon d'Or. Bizarre. Dominic Rocheteau, another of the names from the mid-80s, he said, depends on the criteria, but for me, just Fontaine was the greatest all-round. 13 goals, remember, in a World Cup finals he scored. Uh, Papin, he said, the only one to win a Ballon d'Or, he said he would be up there as well. Uh, Yannick Stopira, he said, for me, the best was Bernard Lacombe. And what about Lacombe himself? He said, well, the one who surprises me who is not on the list, he said, is David Trezeguet. If Benzema was a world champion, well, he could have been the greatest. Right then, let's move on and look at Elche. Tomorrow night's opponents who begin the day down in 16th place in La Liga on 15 points. Well, that is just three ahead of the bottom place team at the moment, who are Huesca. Seven of the 15 points that they've picked up have been won at home. They have, though, lost just four this season, and they've not lost back-to-back games at all. So in the last 13 games, they've only lost three. And that was away at Betis, home to Granada, and the last defeat just a few weeks ago, which was away at Atletico. Now, they have only won once at home this season as well, of that back in October when they beat Valencia. Players to look out for then tomorrow. 31-year-old Fidel is the joint top scorer with three goals. He's also weighed in with a couple of assists as well. He's top along with the Argentine Lucas Boyer down on three goals too. Elche, fifth club he's been at since 2017-18 when he began at Torino. Torino still own him, by the way. He is only there on loan with Elche. He didn't score a single league goal during his season on loan with Reading last year. He did get a goal in the League Cup and one in the FA Cup. And one other to keep an eye out for, Tede Morente. He's uh, once on the books of Atletico. He's on two goals and two assists. He has a yellow card, though, away from suspension as well. It's been a torrid time, really, for Elche in recent years. After relegation in 2015, in 2017-18, they actually dropped down to the third tier before promotion back again to La Liga this season. It's only the third season in La Liga this millennium. Now, there's uh, quite a bit of history between these two overall. It's meeting number 43. Madrid have the significant upper hand. They've won 27. There have been nine draws and just six wins for Elche Madrid. Have won the last eight games in a row, scoring 26 goals 
and they've conceded just six. The last meeting here was in February of 2015. Benzema and Ronaldo got the goals in a Madrid victory that day. When was the last time then that they actually took a point or got a victory against Real Madrid? It was a long old time ago, March of 1978. It was a 3-1 victory that day. Madrid down the years have registered some very, very big wins in this fixture. 11 goals to two. Back in 1960, Pushgas got a hat-trick that day. Pepido got five. That aside, there was an 8-0 in 1961, a 6-1 in 84-5. There was a 5-1 in 2014. Ronaldo got four of the goals that day. Right then, let's have a look at the tail of the tape. Some of the key statistics of the season so far for both of these two teams. Elche played less games, 13 to Madrid's 15, but just 12 goals scored all campaign to Madrid's 27. Now, just 5.8 shots on goal average this season for LJ 14.1 for Real Madrid, and shots on target just two. Over the course of a 90 for LJ 4.7 for Real Madrid. In terms of yellow cards and red cards, 34 yellow cards for LJ, just 24 for Real Madrid. One red card, and Madrid still have not had a player sent off this season. In terms of average possession this season, it's 50.7% for LJ, 579 for Madrid. Uh, pass completion rate. They do keep the ball well, 83.2% for LJ, 874 for Real Madrid. On to opposition shots per game, 14.3 for LJ, 10.3 for Real Madrid. Number of tackles got in, 16.3 for LJ, 14.8 for Real Madrid. Uh, fouls, 12.8 for LJ, 11.2 for Real Madrid. And the number of times fouled over the 90, 12.9 for LJ, 11.4 for Real Madrid. And finally today, good luck to the former Madrid coach Santiago Solari, who's officially today been revealed as the new coach of the Mexican team Club America based over in Mexico City. And that just about wraps it up then for today. I'll be back on Friday as we look ahead to the weekend. Until then, enjoy the game. And from me, Tim Cable, till next time, bye-bye for now. (laughs) 